Hello, and welcome to Mortals and Portals, a Pathfinder real play podcast. I am your host and GM, Zach, and joining me at the table is... Adam, and I play Jules and Azar Ketty Bard. I'm Joel, and I play Dax, a kobold rogue. Ryan, I play Ryu, a tiefling magus. Taryn, and I play Waltz, a human champion. Awesome. Hey, listeners, while I got you here, I just want to share some of the announcements that we normally do at the end of the episode... What is it, Zach? Well, the first one is we always say thank you to our listeners. We are so grateful to have you. This has been so awesome. This is episode nine. Thanks for sticking with us. And then another thing we always say is that we would like to connect with you in our community. We are on Reddit and Instagram, and we are also on YouTube now. So if you want to watch an audio wave of us talking while looking at Adam's awesome art, you can do that too. We are also on Patreon, where we have a lot of bonus content, such as each week Adam does a sketch that commemorates each episode that Patreon get a vote on so they get to tell adam what to do and i mean i love doing that we've all been doing that we've just been treating him like just you know hey draw this draw that now you guys get to do that and another thing is we react to every single episode we break it down we talk about how we felt as players and characters and then we also have a monthly bonus podcast where we just talk about all kinds of random stuff and answer questions submitted by you and we have a discord where you can hang out with us and other stuff so check it out but Let's get back to what you guys are really here for, which is the story. So let's do our recap. Last time on Mortals and Portals, the group had finalized their plans, deciding that they were going to go after all of the drakes to diminish Sindor's drake-oriented powers and then fight him at Scalekeep and retrieve the Arcanor. But before they do that, they had to gather up some things and learn some new skills. So Dax met with Toriel. And she taught him some of the ways of healing, and they used Geldir as a guinea pig of sorts. Waltz and Jules went with Dunadast, and he showed them how to make sun powder, which is this world's version of gunpowder. Gave them some special ammunition that might help with the drakes, and a super cool pistol. And we also learned that Waltz seems to have some sort of divine magic. And Dunadast urged the group to reflect on how they all got here, because he feels like they're here for a reason. And Ryu trained some townsfolk on how to fight better in case they encounter the Drake Knights in their absence. And after that, the real hero, Benjam, came up to the group and said he'd like to talk to all of them. So they met with him in the tavern for his special meeting. And he told them that he used to be a sailor before the Drake Knights arrived. And he said that if Digsby's crew needed his help, they merely shoot a flare into the air and he will sail out to sea and lure the Drake away to buy them some time. And the group cheered to that. And that is where we ended our session. So as usual, that is where we will start our session. Hey, uh, Ryu, I got my sword back and I was wondering if maybe I could trade you, you know, my sword for yours. Trade swords, you say? Yeah, yours is pretty cool. Uh, I think I think your sword's actually a lot better than mine, so I, I think that's why I want it. You know, I really haven't used this one too much, so it's uh, it's pretty new. Hmm. Well, you seem akin to not use swords. Yeah, but maybe if I had yours, I would use it a lot more. Well, you know, I got that for you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Waltz, fine. perhaps we should just. Stick with uh, what we know. Yeah, exactly. Ryu, uh, hand it over. Uh, everyone, look at this pistol that <laughs> Dunadas gave me. Whoa. Oh, I see what you're doing. Uh, I see what you're doing, Jules. You want his sword, so you're trying to show off your pistol to get his sword, huh? Uh, look, it's got a, a lever here. and uh, I mean, are we all familiar with how firearms work? What's a pistol? Well, you see. Do you know how to use that thing? 
Absolutely. Do you not? Are you not familiar with firearms? Well, yeah, but uh, I didn't know if that many off-worlders knew how to, you know, were proficient with it. Ah, well, where I'm from, these are very common. Hmm. Do you have any of the sunpowder to to use that? Actually, yes. Uh, take a look at these, and I'll take out the rounds that Dunadas gave me uh, and hmm. explain to Dax, like, each each one's ability. I still have no idea what you're talking about. Well, I can't say I understand completely how they work, but, um, you know, if we come face to face with a creature that uh, has a weakness to one of these, it will very much come in handy. But we have to use them wisely. So, Waltz, you can't have them. Yeah, that's completely understandable. Uh, Waltz, see you, man. See you, best friend. Yeah, I'll uh, give him the old Nux. Good luck out there. And then he gives you guys a nod gestures to his crew, and walks out of the tavern with, like, the most upright, confident posture you've ever seen Benjamin walk with. <laughs> Good for him. You know, guys, it feels weird to say it, but I think I might miss him. That is well, weird. Perhaps we'll see him again soon. Uh, oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah, he's got a funny way of uh, just kind of showing up when you almost kind of forget about Oh, wait, guy. hold on. I forgot my... Uh, yeah. Forgot oh, my uh, hey, hey, uh, Excuse me. I just gotta go. Okay, bye, guys. Get out, Sam. <laughs> uh, Jules is going to kind of look over the pistol and make sure it's functioning right and maybe polish it up a little bit, clean it a little bit, kind of start checking his gear to get ready to, to head out. Yeah, uh, you guys you guys ready to ready to take off? Do you have any anything else you got to do before we leave? I feel like it, I mean, that sun's starting to set, so. Ryu thinks back to the fight when Jules was able to surge his own aura over his weapon. Jules, your ability to control your aura is impressive, but I won't lose to you. So there's some preparation I must do. And then I'll leave the group. Uh, all right. Uh, what did that mean? <laughs> He's not going to lose uh, to you? Are you going to fight him? I turned around. I didn't what? think so. Did you guys uh, say no, something? Uh, no. Uh, no, you're oh. good. Oh, okay. When will you be ready? Um, five, ten minutes work. Cool. We'll get the cart ready. We'll say ten to be safe. Cool. <laughs> Very well. Eleven, so I have time to walk back. All right, just get going. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, Waltz, uh, you good? You ready? Yeah, I'll uh, look at my sword one final time, put it back in, kind of tighten up all the all the straps and make sure all my gear is secure. Dax will head down, uh, he head out of the tavern and uh, head down to the cart, you know, get his what little belongings he has strapped up and sit up front on the on the wagon and open up out of his bag will pull out the the medical book or whatever from Toriel and just start flipping through pages and kind of studying it as he waits for the rest of the party as uh as Jules finishes up kind of checking his gear he's going to go outside and uh, Dax I'll be right back and then yeah. I'm going to cool. head to the uh the general store Okay. Is it open still? Hopefully. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's open. Uh, I'll go in there and uh, go to the person at the counter. Crap, give me a second. Hold on. <laughs> I don't have a character. <laughs> <for this>. uh, <laughs> it's Benjamin. <Yeah. laughs> <Make> it. <laughs> it's Benjamin's dad. With like Benjamin. a mustache and the like glasses on. <laughs> yeah. So I'll walk into the store um, and I'll go up to the counter and I'll say, pardon me. Yeah, so you walk in and you see this older-looking elf man with his hair pulled back. 
He has very small glasses that are riding on the tip of his nose, and he's looking over um, a book, and you can see very clearly that it's some kind of accounting book, just tracking his inventory. And he looks up with raised eyebrows, and he goes, yes? Uh, sorry to bother you. I, uh, I'm looking for a journal. Mm, a journal? Okay. Of what style? Uh, just blank pages. Uh, I'm a bit of an artist. Obviously and... blank pages. That wasn't what I meant. Uh, color, finish. Oh, uh, nothing too fancy. Just something for me to yes, sketch yes, in. Yes, yes, yes. And he starts digging around in the shelves <laughs> and he pulls out a black leather journal with a strap around it. I assure you the pages are blank. Would this suit you? Yes, it looks fine. I'll... Check the pages, just because the fact he brought it up. <laughs> the blank. Why would I write? Uh, this is lovely. Uh, how much is this? Mm, let's see. Flips through his notebook. Mm, uh, one silver. Perfect. Convenient. Mm, I'll take my... <laughs> I don't suppose you happen to have precisely one silver, do you? Will you I take a half do. silver? <laughs> I'll take the silver out, and uh, I'll take a moment, though, and just kind of look at it and smile and give it a little squeeze, and then I'll put it on the counter and push it over to him. Yes. Well, thank you for your business, and he slides the notebook over. Yes, thank you so much. Have a good night. As you walk out, he's not even looking up from the book. He goes, by the way, do avenge Digsby. I was quite fond of the fellow, and he's just flipping through the pages. Yes, well, we'll do our absolute best, and I'll give him a little head nod and walk he back to the car. nods back to you with the glasses on the tip of his nose and then goes back to flipping through his book. Awesome. Yeah, I'll head back to the car. Do I maybe see uh, Jules walking out of the general store? Sure, man. Why not? Uh, Waltz will kind of be standing in the middle of the road, kind of looking off to um, Dax, who's maybe flipping through his book. And uh, look over to the general store and kind of have an idea. And he'll walk uh, over to the general store. And as he walks by Jules, he's going to look at him and say, Hey, Jules, is uh, there still a good amount of apples in that store? Yes, I was just in there and he had plenty. Perfect. Thank you. And I'll uh, walk in. I'll say, Hey, sir, how are you doing? Yes, yes. I already sold the last journal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> those, uh, those apples there, are those by any... Any chance Digsby's apples that he dropped off earlier? He raises an eyebrow and looks up from his book. Yes. Well, listen, we're going to have a pretty long journey ahead of us. Uh, I don't have any money for you, but, uh, and I'll pull out my sword and I'll lay it on the counter. I'd like to uh, trade you this sword for as many apples that you'd give us for the journey. He looks extremely puzzled. Led. You're not in Digsby's crew, are you? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, I guess as of late, I would just call us friends, but I always do want to honor him, so I'll always call our little group Digsby's crew. He looks at his book with the inventory in it and flips to the page that has all the apples, and he just puts a line through it. He says, take as many as you like. Keep your sword. You're going to need it. I'll kind of, you know, hide real quick uh, or turn away real quick, maybe brush my forearm to my eye and wipe a tear and uh, 
just nod to him and take as many as I can hold in a bag. I'll say, uh, thank you, uh, these mean more than you know. Good luck, Digsby's crew. Thank you, uh, something tells me we may need it. And I'll walk out back to the wagon. Ryu, you going to the general store? (laughs) Anyone else Um, want to go shopping real quick? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a good idea, honestly. Do they sell any awakenings there by chance? Do you have any generals here? <laughs> Not for zero silver. <laughs> Fair. Uh, where I do go is probably just try to find a peaceful place. I think Ryu probably hasn't even seen like an ocean or like really running water so much in his life. So he's not going to see it now. (laughs) It's not going to start today. Fair point. (laughs) So he'll go to the ocean and open his eyes really wide and see if he can see it then. (laughs) Um, But I just go chill out on the beach. uh, Maybe just dip my toes in the water to see what it feels like. Go into a cool meditative seated pose with my legs crossed or something like that. Can I just say um, I love picturing the super battle hardened Ryu kind of taking off his sandals and putting his toes <laughs> in the water when nobody's looking. <laughs> I bring my glass of wine. <laughs> just unwind after a long battle. Uh, so I sit there in my cool meditative pose and I just start focusing on my aura and I do my normal like to the point of it's sort of like blasting around me. And it's starting to reach like large heights and spreading all around. But then I am focused more and more on just really getting control over my aura. And it just slowly starts to condense down, down, down into a more concentrated aura around my body until it's almost not visible around myself anymore. And then I just breathe out a large sigh and end my meditation there. Slowly open up my eyes and know that I am ready. Awesome. And you guys are all level two. Congratulations. Well deserved. You only slayed a Drake and a commander and all sorts of crazy things and role played your butts off. So well deserved. Level two. Thank you. We did it, boys, Zach. All right. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) We're just level two. We're doing it. This is going on my resume. (laughs) (laughs) Once reached level two in an amateur podcast. Check it out. Here's the link. (laughs) Yeah. Dax, while you're sitting in the wagon, you see uh, Geldir come out of the tavern. Uh, You can tell he's a little tipsy. Uh, He goes, Oh, you weren't planning on leaving me there, were you? I think the GM uh, forgot I existed for a second. Oh, yeah. So did the rest of us, apparently. <laughs> oh, are you planning on taking a wagon? I don't know if that's a good idea, mate. We're going through lots of sand and snow. I think that'll fare too well. You don't think so, huh? Think we should just huff it the whole time? I mean, if we ride on a horse, we're just a bigger target. Gotta feed them, gotta water them. Water's scarce out there. It's just bringing along a leech as far as I'm concerned. Hmm. I mean, I could say the same thing about you, couldn't I? Ooh. Oh, well, I think we've already established I know a great deal and you guys need me. Yeah, but yeah, Feel yeah. free to leave um, me behind. I'll just be in the tavern. But I mean, you guys are Digsby's crew. You seem to know what to do, so I'll follow your lead. Zach, have I made it back? Sure. God, I hope so. Slap guilty <laughs> if that's what you're on your way to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're on your way back. Hello, boys. Oh, what, what did you we got there? Discuss diary. Galdir here thinks uh, that the wagon's a a bad idea. And why? The sand in the snow. I mean, I can, I guess I kind of get where he's coming from. What do you think? Um, can I roll to like? Uh, is it called senses motive? Yep. 
sense motive. Or sense motive. Okay. Uh, just to see if I pick up anything if he's like lying or trying to slow us down or something. Uh, great. That is a three. Nice. So yeah, you're studying his face, and he's just kind of picking his teeth with a like a little splinter of wood that he has. Kind of sees that you're looking at him, looks confused, like, "What's wrong, mate?" I'll step closer to Geldir and put my head close to his ear. You've proven yourself useful for now, but be warned: if you are trying to trick us, if you're trying to slow us down, we will kill you. And then I'll just hop on the back of the cart and sit down. Do you want to attempt to demoralize him or anything, intimidate him there? Oh, yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Roll it up, bro. That's hard. Uh, 15. Okay. You say that, and he turns his head and looks right back at you, and he goes, You kill me, mate, and you'll find yourself stranded in a wasteland with a drake eyeing you as food. So maybe you stop trying to put the scare on me. And think of me as an ally for now. What do you say? I'll just hiss at him and then get on the back of the cart and sit down. When you step away, and, uh, under his breath, he goes, damn, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Jules, sit down I, don't, and, uh, I don't like the guy either, but I mean, I, I don't know that he's going to try to get us killed because he's with us, you know? I mean, I think we need to, I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out for... For ambushes or whatever, but I don't know that he's going to try to get us stranded on foot because, I mean, he'd, he'd be right there with us, you know? He's just in the background, like, stretching. He's just doing, like, hamstring stretches and <laughs> rotating and just getting limbered up. I don't trust him, Dax. Not for What's a second. What's to stop him from turning on us as soon as he has an upper hand? I mean, nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you, but gosh. Keep a short leash, and then I'll yeah, take my... No joke. I'll take my uh, quill out and uh, I'll just start sketching. My goodness, you guys are a distracted bunch. Don't we have a mission to accomplish? I'll be uh, walking up. And as I'm walking up, I would like to use my free feet that I have, which is reed lips that I have from being a butcher and working in a butcher shop, you know, with, uh, yeah, man. within a market. So um, I'm assuming I see like, or at least read the lips of a decent amount of that conversation, at least uh, like the threat that Jules had. Yeah, you certainly pick up on them uh, trying to punk each other out, and uh, Geld, you're not quite submitting. Okay, um, I'll walk up. I'll be like, "Hey, uh, Gelly, don't worry. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kill you. I mean, I'll I'll punch you in the face like a lot more, and really, really make you wish that maybe uh, <laughs> you didn't come along with us. But uh, yes. I would. I wouldn't kill you. Um, right. But I have no problem not taking to the wagon. Also. Uh, I brought these apples. Uh, you want one, Geldir, uh, buddy? And I'll reach out an apple to him. I mean, that's what started this whole thing. Of course I want one. I'll hand it to him and like lightly slap him on the face too, you know, like kind of oh. like a little double tap. All right. And then he takes a bite of the apple and then he, like any bitterness he had in his face when you kind of patted him on the cheek just goes away. He's like, oh, it's a good apple. Remember where he got that apple now? I'm nice. I'm being nice to you now. What's Ryu up to? During yeah, they'll all their back and forth. I'll have stopped by Dunadast one last time. Um, yeah, you catch Dunadast um coming out of his hut, um, obviously coming to see you guys off. So you pick up on his aura. I go up to Dunadast and I say, Dunadast. Yes, I've spoken to Ira already, but I fear it is in her nature to defy my suggestion. What suggestion? I want you to spread the word that should the Drake Knights return. Tell them exactly where we are going. 
No lies, no trickery. There's no reason the people of this town should suffer interrogations from the Drake Knights as to our whereabouts. I understand, Ryu, but you must understand. We are relying on you, but do not be afraid to rely on us. Ryu breathes a sigh, and his empathy can only go so far. So be it. And I'll turn and walk out. Dunadast does follow you up to where you guys are gathering, and he says, I don't know how you guys got here, and I know this isn't your fight, but we are all in your debt. And you see uh, other people in Karos, um, Toriel, Ira, um, Benjam, all kind of on the fringes of town looking over to you. They can clearly tell you're about to leave, and they're all just waiting to see you off. Uh, Dunadas, uh, thank you for your hospitality, everybody. It's been, you know, I hope I hope to see you guys all again. Um, of course. Wish us luck. I think we're going to need it. Yes, and maybe next time we can finish our cup of coffee. Not playing on it. Hey, with any luck, uh, if we take down another Drake, maybe I'll bring back some meats and we'll have a whole feast for the whole town, eh? And uh, Dax will turn around and start walking. Jules will look towards where we're walking and say, Fadixby, and then follow Dax with a look of determination on his face. Uh, I'll just give my final goodbyes. I'll uh, wave to Dunadast, wave to the rest of the city that's kind of out there, and uh, kind of jog up next to Jules and offer him a apple that I kind of have, kind of have. I don't really have it. I just kind of have it. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Just so everybody knows. Just so everybody knows. We all know that we say kind of way too much. Yeah, it's uh, super meta. We say kind of constantly. We're trying to work on it. But we can't. We're kind of trying so to work on it. I'll take yeah, the kinda, apple and just kind of take it. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> kind of take a bite. Uh, before I catch up to the rest of the group, I take a brief moment to turn back, look back to the orientation of where I know Digsby's grave is, and just pause for a moment, and then turn back and look towards Ira's aura, and then make my way towards the rest of the group. Geldir lets out a sigh. Finally. And then he saunters up to the group. So, which region are we going to, fellas? I mean, I think we got to go to Pagos, right, guys? I agree. Yeah, I think Pagos it is. Seems sensible if it is the weaker of the two. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, if we went to Gainmar, well, I think we'd all just die straight away. So, yeah. Well, lead the way. Oh, uh, I'm honored. And he does a short bow, and he steps to the front of the group, and he's just lazily walking. So, uh, Geldir, where are you from? Well, I doubt you've ever heard of it. It's called Legothesi. What'd you do there? Well, I was a thief. Yeah, but like, uh, were you a thief your whole life? Did you ever, like, learn uh, a skill or a trade, like anything cool, or did you just steal stuff? Which is also kind of cool. Well... Not moral, but it's kind of cool. I, uh, dabbled in blacksmithing. Didn't quite pay the taxes, so to speak. Not that I agree with taxes much. So I took to stealing. Found myself on the chopping block, and, well, that's when Sindor scooped me up. I've been a Drake Knight ever since. Yeah, did you meet any good uh, buddies or anything in the uh, Drake Knights? Not really, they're all kind of awful. You know, I met some of my greatest friends in the uh, in the army that I was in. Uh, I'm sure you met some pretty good dudes, even though you just said that uh, they're all pretty awful. There's got to be a couple good ones, right? Uh, what are you getting at, mate? You trying to run the Drake Knights or something? 
Uh, no, I'm just, I mean, it's a long walk, so I figured we yeah, could kind of get to know each other. You didn't just waste my time with, you know, ramblings about nothing. Speaking of long walks and wasting time, we need to move faster. Lead the way, then. Oh, that's right. I'm leading the way. So why don't you all walk at my pace? I'll just uh, kind of fireman carry him. I'll just grab him and pick him up over mine. <laughs> all right, listen to your <laughs> yes. Geldir. Uh, you just uh, you just point where we're going, and I'll kind of keep the pace then. Uh, roll a grappling check on him. Uh, 20. Non-nat 20. <laughs> all right, you scoop him up into a grapple, throw him over your shoulders. Hey, no, come on, this is so... No, he's <laughs> squirming around. Listen, bud, you asked for this. I don't know what to tell you. Put me down now. I'll start whistling and just kind of keep walking. <laughs> <sighs> Please. What do you think, guys? This is a faster pace all in all, isn't it? Look, this is the peaceful option, Geldir. You can't you can't just act like this the whole time and expect nothing to come of it. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Just just just, just put me down. I got it. I got on the sand. Okay? Put him down. I'll uh, plop him on the ground. Gosh, damn. <sighs> Stands up and dusts himself off. All right. And he turns around and walks at a noticeably faster pace. Oh, so your legs do work. Yeah, so Geldir leads you at a noticeably brisker pace for a while. A few hours go by. Um, you're trying to get in as much travel as you can before the sun completely sets. Can everyone roll me a perception check? Love these. I feel like it's been so been long rolling since I low tonight. Means something's gonna happen. Eighteen. Thirteen. I got a seven. No. Nine. I also got a nine. Okay, Waltz. You're keeping an eye on Geldir, and then you notice his ear kind of perk up, but then look ahead, and then it makes you pause for a moment and try and soak in your surroundings, and you hear the sound of a wagon off in the distance. I'll immediately grab Geldir. And what? pull him back what and uh, say, guys, stop. And I'll look around for uh, any cover um, around us. Is there like bushes or, or trees or anything that could... Well, or, just or, leave him alone. Is there anything that we could, uh, that I see around us as a foliage or, or cover? Yeah, you see like just some boulders off the side and some bushes and trees and things off the path a bit. And I can tell this wagon's coming towards us, right? It sounds like it's going to cross in front of you. Yeah, so um, I'll just like pull him and, and gesture to everybody else to keep quiet and uh, hide behind the boulders and everything. If you gesture, Reed's just going to keep walking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for going. That's one, true. Mate. Hey, uh, Ryu, uh, yeah, get, get over here. Uh, right. And also be quiet. There's uh, something coming. Oh. Uh, take a second to find everyone's aura. Why are you in the bushes? Just, just. Ryu, just, just get, get over, over here. here. I like finagle my way through the bushes. Ah, ah. As we're as we're hiding, I'm gonna have like my hand uh, just over Geldir's mouth, just so that he can't like yell for any. He licks your uh, finger yell for anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'll I'll stick all four of my fingers into his mouth. <laughs> oh no, he's gonna bite. <laughs> And I'll just kind of like, uh, kind of like, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll do a quick little like very quiet chuckle. And I'll be like, you keep messing around and I'll, uh, I'll shove my whole fist down your throat. All right. I could do this all day. <laughs> um, okay. Everyone roll me a stealth check with a plus two status <laughs> bonus or circumstance bonus. 
Say uh, Waltz was aiding you guys with his tip-off. Thank God. I have a negative one to stealth, but I got an 18, so 17. I got a 21. I got us also got a 23. This is the second time I've tied with someone in the group. <laughs> so you guys are peeking through the bushes, and you see a little wagon coming down the road. The sun is just about to crest over a hill in the distance, so there's just some nice orange dim light painting the road out in front of you. You see a wagon. So the three of you, minus Ryu, see sitting at the front of this wagon is a goblin and a cat folk. And they're kind of bickering to themselves, like elbowing each other. And then you see the cat folk say like, ah, give him a stab, give him a stab. And he goes, he's just being so annoying. He picks up this wooden stick and stabs back into this cage that's in the cart behind them. And you hear... A lot of rustling in this cage, and you're kind of waiting to see what it is, and it gets a little bit closer, and you see this beast in the cage that has the body of a horse and wings of an eagle pinned to its side. There's something suppressing its wings down, and then it has a raptor bird-like face with a big beak, and it's rustling in the cage, and they're stabbing at it, and it's coming towards you. Hey, uh, Jules, is that is that what I think it is? Is that a goblin? What did you just say? Oh, uh, it's definitely not a goblin. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a non-goblin. Oh, dang it! You're right. Um, my mistake. What does that mean? It's uh, any other humanoid creature that's not necessarily a goblin. Are you saying it is every other creature but a goblin? Any other? Like you could just tell it's definitely not a goblin. Oh, I wish I could see this. Yeah, but you're blind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, Waltz. I I know. Uh, Yeah, but you're blind. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very good point. Guys, I got to be honest. I have this overwhelming urge to stop them because I hate that they're poking that thing with a little spear. And uh, very quickly, I'm probably going to do something a little bit reckless unless we quickly formulate a plan on how to save that. Aye, well, there's only two of them and four of us. So you're telling me to just go for it, huh? There's five of us. I I mean, you don't count. Should we really be getting into altercations we don't need to be getting in? Why don't we just let them pass? Listen, I don't like the harm that they're doing to that creature that they have. And I just, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't even, you know, even Jules here, he's a pirate. They're kind of known for being a little schemy and he kind of sees the same problem that I'm seeing, you know. I agree with Dax. We have a mission ahead of us. Why don't we just keep our head down? Keep going. You two can stay behind. I'll, uh, as I get up, I'm going to punch Geldir in the face and then run off. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Try and knock him out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, roll an attack roll, I guess. Jeez. I don't do that just, hostily. I so do that because I, I know for sure that he heard it coming due to my perception check. Um, and chose not to interact with it. So he would be right. kind of a liability. And you only want to knock him out. And this is something I've been kind of failing to enforce. But if you want to do non-lethal damage in Pathfinder, you have to declare mm-hmm. that first. And you take a minus two status penalty to your attack roll. Um, in D&D, anytime you do a melee attack on the result, you could decide if you wanted to knock him out or kill him. So I've kind of been messing that up. But for clarification, that's how you do it in Pathfinder. We'll forgive you, Zach. Thanks, man. This time. Yeah, you know, and that's to the that's, a lot of that's to the hit. Yep, that's to your that's attack. To the, to, okay, gotcha. Got a twelve. 
So yeah, you turn to punch him and he knows exactly what's coming this time and ducks and you swipe over his head and he goes, hey, relax, mate. I'm on your side. All right. Go do whatever you're going to do. Okay. Don't worry about me. Keeps his hands up. Wait, Waltz, can you distract them? Oh, absolutely. I can distract them. Great. Uh, if you can, uh, capture their attention away from the cage. Will do. Uh, I'll walk out and I'll immediately unstrap my uh, my belt that's got my or my um, sword and take off my shield. And uh, as they see me, I'll just drop both on the ground. I'll be like, hey, listen, guys, I think uh, I got a little bit lost. I'm not hostile or anything. Drop my weapons. But I was wondering if you could help me out a little bit. They tighten their reins on the horse and it skids to a stop. And the captain goes, oh, my God, what is this? What is this one here? And then the goblin goes, oh, oh, oh. Stop! Uh, put your weapons down. He, he already did. Uh, oh, right. Uh, who, who are you? Uh, name's Waltz. How are you? Uh, f- fine. Y- yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, how are you? Yeah. No, don't ask him that. How far away is the cart? Uh, 20 feet. 20 feet? Okay. I would like to cast Unseen Servant. Okay. And I'd like to send him towards the back of the cart. Nice. So Unseen Servant, I'm guessing, makes an invisible construct yes i summon an unseen servant i can command nice serves me until its hit points are reduced to zero can't really like fight with it okay and what do you do with your unseen servant Uh, i want to send him towards the back of the cart okay um and see if uh he can free the creature so does this unseen servant is it able to like solve any kind of problems or do you need to be able to see everything that it sees and direct it how to solve these problems uh i'm i'm guessing i need to see right that's what i I felt as well so you'll need to get behind the cart to see what the lock mechanism looks like to better direct your unseen servant which means you'll have to move to a different position and make another stealth roll i'll try to sneak around the sneak around the boulder and 25 all right so they're all bickering to themselves, nudging each other, talking to Waltz, and you dash from the bushes you're at to kind of get behind a large tree and get a peek at the back of the cage. And you can see that they didn't even bother to lock it. It's just like this um, lever bar. Yeah, I'll have my servant undo it. Okay, so it saunters up. So Waltz, <laughs> they just asked you to explain yourself. What do you say? Oh, yeah, I was actually uh, just down in Karos. I joined the Drake Knights, and, uh, you know, as me being a pretty new join, they asked me to fight with them on this mission. Turns out some heroes decided to, you know, be all noble and overthrow them, but luckily I got away, and uh, so I made my way up here, because, you know, my dream is to still be a Drake Knight, so uh, I'm just looking if you could direct me to uh, where where uh, the next stronghold may be that I could, you know, rejoin with my fellow Drake Knights. They're looking at each other and kind of whispering, whispering to themselves. Can you roll a deception check? Nice. 24. Cool. So they're whispering to themselves and they look at you and say, oh, what happened to Commander Krim? Yeah, it's actually a really tragic story. Me and him built a really good relationship and uh, <laughs> I'll just start tearing up and I'm <laughs> not really ready to talk about it yet. But uh, Did he die? He, did, he he didn't make it out alive. Yes! Oh. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, They're rejoicing. The They're high-fiving each other. Oh, wait, no. He seems really sad. Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, 
How did he die? <laughs> yeah, I got uh, injured with weapons to the point where he lost enough blood that uh, he just wasn't able to survive that is the how fight. It usually happens. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Jules, your unseen servant makes it up to the back of the cart and starts to lift the handle. Waltz, can you roll me a perception check? Yes. I can do anything for you, Zach. Dude, awesome. 10. No, 13. Sorry. 13. You uh, notice Jules is clearly conjuring something and gesturing towards the cage, and you feel like you need to make a loud diversion here. Oh my god, look over there in the bushes where I just came from. There's uh, three more humanoid (laughs) creatures over there. Awesome, dude. (laughs) All with weapons that probably could really quickly take you out if you do anything too hostile. Uh, Well, uh, your unseen servant successfully opens the cage, and they all look over and they're like, What? Where? I don't see them. And they're like peering into the bushes. Oh, no, sorry. It was was a false alarm. I just came from there gathering some berries. Uh, they're definitely not there, and I'll just drag this out for a while and see if like it's out of the cage by then or if it's open uh, yet. Geldir if that looks was loud to enough. Dax and says, this one's a right idiot, isn't he? <laughs> you know, he's got unconventional ways of handling things, but you know, he's done pretty well so far. So as weird as it sounds, I kind of trust him. So I'm going to roll with this until until something I need to act on happens. Whatever, man. away with a bag of apples. Uh, Galdir just lays down with his hands behind his head. He's just chilling <laughs> behind the bush. Couldn't care less you about what's going on. Yeah, man. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Waltz dies? And we'll cut over to Jules. You see that the door opened and came unhinged and swung over. And then this beast inside starts to buck and rage around inside the cage and starting to turn around and try and get out. And the two Drake Knights in the front go, hey, whoa, whoa, what happened? The lock came undone. I told you, you should have locked it. And they're trying to hop off and get back to the back of the cart before the beast is able to get out. I'll sprint up to them and try and resist them. I'll grapple the closest one to it if I can. Okay. That'd be the goblin, so you can roll a grapple check on the goblin. I'll do that. I mean, what's the plan, really? Like, you think they won't notice you stealing a hippogriff out of the back of the cart? Fourteen. That ails. So you run up to go grapple him. And he goes, what are you doing? We gotta walk together. Come on. And he, he slaps your hand and he starts pulling you to the back of the cart. No, I'm just saying you gotta be... Listen, guys. Hey, this is a hippogriff. You guys don't understand this. But these guys are really magical creatures. And once they're freed from being enslaved, they have this crazy rage that they could call down a whole bunch of fire and lightning and all these things. So I'm trying to save you here. If you let it go, you'll probably get away with your life. But if you don't, I promise this thing is going to kill all of us. <laughs> okay, roll a deception, my goodness. That's a heck of a deception. <laughs> Can I yeah, say it's going to be a high DC for that? This is no. dipl- diplomatic, right? <laughs> no. Uh, no, it's deception. You're lying to him. <laughs> I'm rolling good on deception. 22. Uh, all right. Um. <laughs> okay. Waltz, you were do this because you've been trying to deceive people this whole time. They both stop and they go, oh, well, maybe we should listen to him. This one, you know, survived a battle against those heroes. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I don't know. Uh, 
I'm obviously not lying. I, I uh, threw down my shield and my sword, and that shows that I'm on your side, and I'm not trying to cause any harm to you. The last thing I want is for my fellow Drake Knights to get harmed. That's true. So I he's, just he's want you guys true. to get out of here alive, and if you don't mind, I'd like to, you know, just have you point me in the right direction so, I mean, you I know, mean, I could follow you back. We don't even really need this hippogriff, you know. It was to feed to Raygorn, but Raygorn's dead, I heard. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Maybe we could just let it go. Yeah, we don't let want to risk go. it. What if it killed me? Yeah, Yeah, okay, don't risk yeah. it. Hey, what's your yeah, name okay. again, man? You seem to know a lot. Yeah, I know a lot. My name's Waltz. I'm a pretty smart fellow. One of the smartest people around here, honestly. I'll say. You seem really, really smart. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so what do we do? Just let it go? I mean, it, it can't even use its wings. We got that, uh, we got that harness on it. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to get far anyway. I'm going to tell you right now, if you want your lives, I would let it go. Otherwise, uh, there's a pretty good chance you don't make it out of this. All right. I mean, if Krim's dead, I mean, why are we doing any of this anyway, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, maybe we should just let this thing go. And then the... Oh, uh, Commander Krim, and I'll just oh, hey, cry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and they just give you each a hug, and they're like, hey, it's okay, and they're rubbing your back. Oh. And this hippogriff is bucking in the cage, gets turned around, and jumps out the back and just starts galloping into the wilderness. You can see it's trying to use its wings, but there's a harness keeping them down. It's trying to wail, but it has a muzzle on its beak, and it just gallops into the tree line. Oh, God, Commander Krim, you guys just made well, me mourn it's again. Okay. I'm going to start mean, he crying. Was the worst. You guys just get out of here, and I'm going to sit in the middle of the road and mourn for a while, and I'll meet you wherever you're going. This is just the worst day of my life. <laughs> Are you sure? I mean, you could take you back to Scale Keep. Nah, please, just, just get out of here. Which direction is Scale Keep? Oh, you know, it's at Mount Venu. It's just in the yeah, center. Yeah, that's right. I've just been through so much this last day that I'm really sad about everything. But can you just point me and give me quick, like, uh, directions on quick turns and everything like that? Because I am just not in a good state of mind right now. Yeah, okay. And they start to <laughs> describe uh, <laughs> just the general direction of scale keep. And then the goblin goes, don't worry, Waltz. We'll, we'll keep an eye out for you, okay? We'll, we'll make sure you, you get well-received. We understand you went through a lot. You'll be a hero for surviving the battle against those, uh, you know, outlaws. Yeah, they're outlaws. They're really bad people. But you guys get going. You've done so much for me already. Thank you. Oh, Thanks for saving our Commander life, Waltz. Krim. I mean, that hippogriff almost killed us, and they're rubbing your back. It would have killed you. It would have killed you really bad. Yeah, that makes... Yeah, thank you. And they give you a hug. And they say, all right, get going. I don't want to see another one of my uh, Drake Knight friends die. All right, please save yourself. We'll see you at Scale Keep, Waltz. And they hop right. on their cart and they <laughs> slap the reins and they take off. <laughs> Geldir sits up. He goes, how in the hell did that work? <laughs> I told you he's got unconventional means, but it for some reason works out most of the time. I mean, that was seriously awful. <laughs> you could describe it almost as so bad it's good yeah i guess either that or the drake knights are horribly trained <laughs> i mean hey, it'll just hey, kind of point hey. to him hey and uh yeah dax will stand up and help uh Geldir up and head out to the to meet waltz okay i'll i'll follow them you all rendezvous on the road well i suppose that was one way of doing it Hey, listen, no uh, casualties. Everybody made it out alive. We rescued the hippogriff. We know where Scale Keep is. I like how your distraction was to tell them we were in the bushes. 
Yeah, listen, it was the first thing that came to mind. I just knew I needed to say something or make really loud noise, and uh, you guys are the first thing that came to mind. So, uh, oh, yeah, listen, I don't want to... I don't want to can't I don't want to brag or anything, but uh, you know I'm pretty quick on my feet there. I, I just uh, say the truth. Well, shall we? <laughs> shall we continue? I mean, that hippogriff was still all bound and stuff. Are you going to try to? Can we move on, or are you going to hunt that thing down and free it? We really shouldn't waste any more time. I'm with you. What do you think, Jules? I really could go for uh, trying to unbind its wings. What do you think? Well, we've certainly wasted enough time here. You're right. Hey, if we got to get going, we got to get going. My uh, my heart's at rest if we got to move on from here. Unless somebody else comes across and notices a hippogriff that's already got its wings bound, and it's a lot easier to uh, capture for a second time. Um, I'll look off to where the direction it went and sigh deeply. I suppose my conscience can't let it suffer too much longer. And then I'll start jogging towards where it ran off. Those hippogriffs have magical powers. I don't know if you guys heard. They could call down fire and lightning and stuff. It is absolutely not true. I mean, those were like literally the dumbest drake knights we have. I'm pretty much convinced. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm looking at the dumbest drake knight. Oh, and I'll God. look straight oh, at the oh, oh, You kind of walked into that one, man. It's frustrating because you literally acted so dumb but succeeded. <laughs> I thought I was kind of smart in some areas. Task failed successfully. <laughs> <laughs> you guys kind of jog after Jules at all? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll gallop after him. Um, Jules, can you roll me a survival? Uh-oh. Ten. Okay, so you see Jules jog and then stop and place and look around, and you can tell that he's lost the trail on the hippogriff. Did you lose it? Yep. <laughs> Yep. Hey, good job, mate. Yep. <laughs> Maybe if it was a fish, you'd have better luck finding it. Very funny. Well, if we can't find it, we can't spend too much time looking for it. Maybe for sure. we consider this a sign that we shouldn't stray from the path further than we already have. I'm with you, Rio. If I need to reiterate what Dunadest had said, Sindor is on his way back at any moment. It is vital that we take care of the two Drake before he returns. Yes. Aye. Let's move on. All right. I uh, I appreciate you guys. What a shame, Waltz. I don't think it was for nothing. That thing has its life, and it's not being put to foul use. So I say that's a win right there. Yeah, we'll see how long a hippogriff without its wings survives. Longer than you at this pace. Oh, man, so many threats. And he keeps walking. So the sun is going down, so you guys feel like you should make camp soon, I'm assuming. Hey, fellas, it's... That sun's starting to set. What do you what do you say we try to find somewhere to set up for the night? I suppose we've made it a good enough distance. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Hmm. Some good rest will prepare us for the day we have tomorrow. I'm with you. I think we can move faster in the daylight than than if we just keep pushing on on through the night. So I think we All might right. be better off sleeping. All right, Gilly, uh come here, I'll bind you up. We really gotta do this, mate. I mean, I'll let you oh, do yeah. your whole Act in front of the Drake Knights. Didn't interrupt. Waltz, I, I don't find that to be necessary. I believe he needs us just as much as we, well, can't say that we need him, but I don't believe he'll do anything in the night. You're putting a lot of trust in him. Uh, hope you know what you're getting yourself into there, uh, Ryu. People that feel trusted, feel valued. People that feel valued are loyal. Know what I'm saying? 
You seem like perhaps the least loyal person to literally anything I've ever met probably in my life. You haven't met many people, mate. Uh, I actually have met a lot of people. Okay, well, it's not not getting into a contest of how many people you've met. Okay, it's just a phrase, all right? Not trying so to get competitive about it. <laughs> <laughs> I won't sleep very well if I'm bound, all right? You understand? Yeah, I understand. I get it. Listen, I get it. But, uh, you know, if you try anything, Ryu's probably going to murder you. Look, here's the and deal, I'm only so strong. I am not standing watch, all right? That's up to you guys. I wouldn't really trust him to stand watch anyway, so that's fine. Um, Perfect. I, I'm happy to take first watch, guys. That's fine with me. I'll take second. Yeah, I'll take third. That's no problem. And I'll take fourth for you. <laughs> Get some sleep, buddy. <laughs> Jules, perhaps I will join you on your second watch. My goodness, <laughs> bunch of amateurs. <laughs> so long as they come within 30 feet of camp, I can let you know before they take a single action to get to, to us again. Within 10 yards. <laughs> ten yards. Hey. <laughs> I have well, awoken man. you all to let you know there's someone here right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 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 Walt, you just got stabbed. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I, uh, I do feel that. So, who's taking fourth watch? My goodness, you guys are very bad at this. Do you guys just meet or something? Technically, yes. No, that would explain a lot. We could also just divvy it up so there's only three watches where they're all about three hours apiece. Okay, that's actually, that's a valid point, and that's probably a smarter way of doing it. I hate Right, but numbers. you all need eight hours of sleep a night, you know, so to do that, you know, you're going to have to spend at least like a total of ten hours here. I mean, I'm just explaining some basic math to you guys. Unless it really you wouldn't be, be ten hours, would be nine hours, so if you want to use the excuse that it's basic math, at least get the math right, you know. Uh, I mean, there's like a chart in the basic rule book or something. I don't really feel like looking it up right now. <laughs> but yeah, that'll work just fine. Cut it into thirds. Uh, thank you for your input, Gildir. Dax will just start clearing um, brush and sticks out of the way and, and roll out his bedroll. Get ready for, for camp. Or you'll start looking for some sticks on the ground by kicking at the dirt until he finds one. Yeah, I'll start setting up my bedroll as well. I'll go help uh, Ryu clear out a little area for his bedroll, get all the twigs and kind of little rocks out of the way, and then I'll set up a little bit away from him. All right, Galdir's already just knocked out, just laying on the ground. He like seems like he just doesn't care, and he's used to just sleeping wherever, and he's already snoring. And yeah, so you guys all turn in for the night and take off your armor. So this is just something I'm explaining to the listeners. In Pathfinder, you need to take off your armor when you sleep, otherwise you wake up fatigued, which gives you penalties throughout the day. So when adventurers are sleeping at night, it is assumed they do not have armor on unless they specify otherwise. And then we'll just always divvy up a watch. Um, so you kind of heard them RP that, but in Pathfinder, you want to have someone on watch in case an encounter happens and so on. And then they divvy it up so they each get an equal amount of sleep. So yeah, you guys turn in for the night, maybe reflect on the day, the adventure ahead of you, all that you have to do. So, Waltz, since you had the third watch, you were sitting there, maybe on a log or something, trying to stay alert, watching over the party, scanning the tree line, sitting there, the sun's not quite up yet, but the sky's just a little light blue, as you can tell, it's maybe an hour from sunrise, and then you feel this breeze 
rush past you. Some of the leaves on the ground start to move before you. Feels a little chilling. Definitely somewhat unnatural. Gives you goosebumps in a way. And then the breeze starts to swirl in front of you and start picking up some leaves. And these leaves start to form an abstraction. And then you see and some arms form and some legs and then a head. And they're swirling in a constant churning motion but maintaining the figure of a humanoid form and you hear is this Digsby's crew? It was asking I am Sindor and that ah! is where we'll end oh. our oh, no. session Sindor's leaves Sindor's leaves yes I can't Absolutely. wait to talk about everything that just happened right now Everybody shut yeah, up. Yeah. We can't do that now. <laughs> Ryan, you know we can't do that now. We do that on the downtime. The downtime is for patrons where we react to the most recent episode, if you want to check that out. But hey, first, we just want to thank you, our listener. Thank you so much for joining us. It has been awesome. We've appreciated all the feedback. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a nice rating on your podcast distributor or wherever you're listening, because that really helps us out, helps us grow the community, spread the word makes us feel good and we appreciate it so thank you i also want to thank joel who does all of our editing for vocals because we make a ton of mistakes we uh, get way off topic we waste a lot of time and he's got to clean it all up and make it sound good and sometimes we even do things like have echo in our mics so then he has to find whose track was echoing and mute it and do all these crazy things and we just don't even care we're like whatever joel take care of it so that's joel's life so thanks joel i want to thank mm-hmm. taryn for his editing as well because all the ambience sound effects all that stuff that's taryn meticulously finding great points in the story to enhance your experience and that's just a very time consuming process he has to pour through like millions of sound effects find the best one um you know when uh Geldier was getting slapped last session that was taryn taking the sound of a fly swatter and then some other kind of impact sound and merging them together to give us the most perfect comedic slap Great job, Taryn. And I'd like to thank Good job. Adam for all of his awesome artwork. I'm sure you've seen it by now. If you haven't, you should check us out on Instagram or Reddit or Patreon because he does session sketches for each session to commemorate the session, and we let patrons vote on it. It's super cool. He's done all of our character portraits. If you're watching on YouTube, he's set up that whole render, the background, everything. Thank you, Adam. And thank you, Ryan, for your awesome, awesome music. Ryan has been just churning out songs. He's been, like, buying new equipment, learning all kinds of new stuff, like Digsby's Funeral. He's just freestyle piano playing, doing crazy stuff. He spends a lot of time thinking about this and just putting a lot of energy and life into our stories. So thank you so much, Ryan. And, yeah, thank you, listener, again. And that's, I think, I think I thanked everybody. Yeah. That's a lot of thanks. Right. Cool. That's a lot of thanks. Well, there's a lot to be thankful thank for. Thank you, Zach. So, yeah, oh, hey, yeah. whatever, man. <laughs> hey, thank you, yeah. Zach. Hey, thanks, Zach. Because <laughs> uh, without Zach, <laughs> we wouldn't have this beautiful well, I, story. I also wanted to say thank you, experience. Zach. Or Benjamin. Yeah, or Benjamin. Uh, Ryan, you go ahead. Yeah. Go no, ahead, I was Ryan. just going to say thank you, Zach. Okay, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> if I could add right. on to that, I'd like to thank Zach. <laughs> All right, cool. And I wonder why people stop listening with two minutes left in the episode. Because it's just this. It's like, I don't want to hear these dudes thank each other all over. <laughs> Anyway, and that's why we had to surprise you this time by putting the uh, announcements at the beginning. I promise we won't do that every time. Anyway, see you next time, mortals. Three, two, one, clap. Hi.
<laughs> keep going. You got it. You got to no, keep going. No, no. You got this. Right. You got this. Yes, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Ryan, you can't say clap anymore, okay? You have to just clap. Such All a right. minor issue. <laughs> You've, you've been banned no, from fine. saying clap at instead of clapping. <laughs> All right. You ready? I can't even look at you guys right now. I'm ready.